This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good. You are an evangelist and you are also the director of Sons of Issachar. And we are, like we said this morning, overwhelmed with the news and whatever is happening in our world today. Yeah, there's, you know, when you look on social media and all over the news, there's so much negative things that is taking place. There's even all those wildfires that it's just, you know, um, just come out of nowhere. But, you know, through it all, the Lord has really spoken to me, especially last night when, when he said to me, you know what, there's so much things happening around the world. And even I think I touched a bit on it yesterday out at, at Man Up with, with Pastor Stan, where we spoke about the watchmen and, and, and the gates. And what the Lord has, has really spoken to me is that, that where are the gatekeepers? Where are the watchmen? Because a lot of times, you know, when you look around the wars that is taking place, Russia and Ukraine and all this Korea and and the U.S. and and all these things that is happening. But where are the gatekeepers? Where in our city, where are the gatekeepers? And the Bible speaks about it. And, and, and if I can just, just touch briefly on what, what Pastor Stan spoke about, about the Word of God that is alive and active. And even like when we read the Word, the Word reads you back. Because the Word is is God. The Word is is um, God's will for our lives. So it's, it's that's why the Bible says that that the Word of God it cuts through marrow and bone. It cuts both ways because the Word actually reads you back. So that is how you get in, you know, a, a revelation and things like that. Because it's the Word that reads you back. And just just to 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 thank uh, Pastor Stan even for 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 that word that he released this morning. But yeah, uh, uh, in Second Chronicles 23 verse 19, the Bible says, And he set the gatekeepers at the gates of the house of the Lord, so that no one who is in any way unclean should enter. Meaning that God put a, a certain structure in place. He, he put a certain a post in place where watchmen and gatekeepers need to be in the gates. In ancient times and cities, it was often guarded from enemies by high thick walls or walls provided security and shield, meaning that the gates were only uh, entrances and exits into a certain city. I want to say even to, to the listeners this morning, and, and I'm not sure where you're listening from, but wherever you are in South Africa, I want to ask you, are you standing in the gates of your city? Are you standing in the gates of your community? In Psalms 100 verses 4, uh, the Bible says that, that enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless him. So, and the Bible also speaks about uh, Matthew 16 verse 18, where in Psalms 100, uh, uh, this confers, scripture confirms that in heaven there's gates. But in Matthew 16 verse 18, the Bible says that, and, and, and I say also unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, meaning that the hell also has gates. And when we look at, 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 at God's covenant with Abraham, and it, clu- it includes a promise to, to us as a people where it says that we as people must possess the gates of the enemy, meaning we have authority over the enemy. If we are seed, if we are the seed of Abraham, then it means we have authority and dominion over all things upon the earth. 
And when we look at, at gates, at these places of battle in Judges, uh, according to Judges 5 verse 8, it speaks of victory or failure. It's, it's decided at the gates. I think yesterday, uh, Pastor Stan, we touched on it when we said, uh, uh, as men, we are willing to take hands, to stand at the gates with our city, to declare over our city that, you know, and to close the gates of the city for the enemy uh, so that he can stop entering in, but to open the gates for God to enter into our city again. And when we think about about what is gates, gates is an open, and it's not just an opening, but it's a legal access point. Uh, access into into uh, our lives, into the city, into the, our churches, into our family, and into our nation. And that is where uh, uh, our nation is granted or denied at the gate. And it's a place of entry and exit. It's a, it's a gate confined or shut, where you can shut things uh, from coming in or going out. It's a control point. It's a symbol of power and authority. It's a border. It's a pathway. It's also even an altar. Meaning that that if you are someone that pray in your home on a daily basis, there's an altar of prayer that has been erected in your home. Meaning that you are standing in the gate of your home. And a lot of times we forget. And, and like I said, there's different types of gates. We have the personal gate where every person has a gate. Your mind, your body, your dream, the things you speak uh, uh, and, and the things that you allow into your life. You know, and, 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 and the mouth, uh, you know, are gates in which that the enemy wants to come, uh, to use, to come in, to dominate, deceive, and destroy us. And how easily we allow the enemy into the gates of our lives. We have a family gate where we, ne- we need to, you know, uh, where we must, must guard our family against anything that threatens our family. We need to take, you know, the lead uh, to, to say to ourselves, you know what, I'm the head of my, my home. The word of God says that I'm above and not beneath and I'm going to take authority over the things of the enemy. And I always think about it, especially the family gate, when it comes to your children, what are you allowing your children to watch? What are you allowing the type of music you're allowing your children to listen to? The, the type of books you're allowing your, your, your children to read? The way you're allowing your children to, to, dre- to dress? The ill discipline of your children? Are you, are you prepared to discipline them? And, and I think a few months ago, Pastor Stan, I spoke about it, of, of all these rappers around Cape Town that is not uh, really um, portraying a positive, uh, being positive role models to the youth. But those are the type of things that we must stand up against and we must, you know, speak against. And, and then we have the church gate. Church gate meaning are you a church that is praying? Are you a church that is allowing strife and division to enter in? Are you a church that is allowing the enemy to enter in, into the back doors where everything will look in the natural, everything looks fine? No, the congregation is fine. Everybody's fine. But in the background, everything is not fine. There's gossip. There is dishonoring, there's backbiting, all those things that is going on. And then we have the community gate. That is why uh, crime is so so crazy within our, our communities. Why? Because there's no one standing within the gates. We, we look at, is there someone that is willing to address poverty? Is there someone that is praying against sickness? Is there someone that is praying against injustice? Is there someone that is praying against the violence? Those are the things that we allow into our communities. Why? Because there is no gatekeeper or watchman standing at the gates. Then we get the national gates. Look at all, all the things that is taking place, not just within our nation, but all around the world. Why? Because there's no one 
no man and no woman of integrity that is really standing within the gates of our nation. Why am I saying this? Because it is at the gates where, where a siege takes place. Uh, a few uh, days ago, where there was this uproaring within our city, and you know, I was driving out of Marmersbury, uh, Pastor Sand, and I just said to the guy that was driving with me, I said, wow, it's like our city is under siege. But so, so quickly things shifted. Why? Because where was the gatekeepers? Where was the watchman? When you look at a watchman, uh, a watchman is someone that would see something coming on from a distance. The gatekeeper is someone that's within the gates. So where is the watchman that was seeing this thing coming on ahead? Where was the gatekeepers that was standing within the gates that, was, that, were, that needed to shut the gates for these things of entering into the city? Where were they? Then I want to challenge our, our, especially our intercessors. I want to challenge our, our church leaders. I want, to, I want to challenge, you know, the youth pastors. I want to challenge every person that is listening to my voice to, this morning. I want to say to you the time has come that you must get back into your post. Get back into your post. And it's not looking, and God is not looking to the color of your skin or which community you come from. He's not looking at those things. God is looking for the church, for the body of Christ to come into unity, to take hands, to come into agreement. Because when you, when there's unity and when there's agreement, it commands God's blessing. That is the things that God is looking for this morning. And there's duties that gatekeepers have. There's duties that watchmen has. Gatekeepers and watchmen that is upon the walls. At times, gatekeepers and watchmen are positions combined. Every gatekeeper must be alert. Every gatekeeper must be sensitive to rightly discern what to let in through the gates. If you know that something is not right and it goes against the word of God, why are you allowing it to enter into the, into the gates of your home, enter into the gates of your life, enter into the gates of your family, enter into the gates of your church? Why are you then allowing these things? Gatekeepers are ministers of God. They are trusted to protect the temple. Gatekeepers defend the gospel, the truth of God's word, and to protect the holiness of the temple. They know the scriptures well and are full of wisdom. Gatekeepers are bold to speak out against the sins of the church. And I'm not speaking against the church this morning because we can protect somebody's weakness, Pastor Stan and Rizal, but we cannot protect someone's sin. Sin is a thing that must be exposed because if sin is not exposed, the enemy will have you know, a, a wonderful time by doing and pleasing what he wants. Gatekeepers are teachers. They keep the Lord's uh, people on the right path. They, uh, you know, uh, keeping them from drifting away. A gatekeeper gently teaches and guides the people from taking the wrong steps. Gatekeepers are intercessors. Intercession is important. Intercession is warfare. Every individual needs to pray. Family needs to pray. Churches need to pray. Our cities and the people of our cities need to pray. Our nation needs to pray. And we must pray without ceasing. Gatekeepers are responsible to God, God's secret. This is something God spoke to me uh, uh, personally, uh, uh, Lazelle. A while ago, God said to me, before I release a revelation, before I open something up to you, I'm going to test you to see if you are willing to see if you are, 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 are willing to give up everything, to see if you are 
mature enough to, to carry this revelation, to release it when I say release it, to keep quiet when I say keep, keep quiet. Because you know what, Pastor Stan, I never knew this, but your, your spiritual maturity is, is actually, is actually uh, measured according to the encounters that you have with God. Meaning God won't encounter you if you're not ready for that thing. So a lot of people, I said to, 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 to the men, even yesterday morning, we were driving out of Durbanville. I said, you know what? Everybody just see you standing at the pulpit. I think I spoke to pastor, pastor to you as well. Everybody just see what is upon your life. But nobody knows what you had to go through to get to that point. Nobody understands the responsibility and what is upon your shoulders. Nobody knows that all that they see is, oh, you know what? Pastor Stan has a grace to pray for people and then things happen. Nobody knows what happens in, in Pastor Stan's quiet time, how he sacrifices, how much he needed to give up. You know, when, when God saved him, what he had to go through, nobody knows. Even with, with you, Lizelle, no one knows what you need to go through. All that they see is, no, this is what is upon your life. And you know what is a sad thing? They will speak against it also. People will speak against it also. Why? Because they want what you have, but they're not willing to sacrifice. They're not willing to give up. They're not willing to guard God's secret that He has given you. And the secrets of God only shares with His trusted children. As I said, according to Amos 3, uh, that's according to, to, to Amos 3 verse 7, a gatekeeper knows how to keep his or her mouth closed when necessary. How important is that? They are the custodians of God's secrets and the secrets of the people. Gatekeepers hold the keys to open or close the gates. I love this, Pastor Stan. They hold the keys. Why do they hold the keys? Because God will take you through a process where you want to first see, can I entrust you with the keys? You know, a lot of times, and even Pastor Stan, you, you shared with us yesterday how you guys went and knocked word into the ground at certain parts of the city. Those are the type of things we need to do again. Is there people that is willing to go out on a boat and throw scriptures, you know, at the, the docks, uh, out at the waterfront? Is there people willing to go onto a boat to put scripture onto a rock and to put, uh, throw it into the ocean at the gates so that the, uh, the, so that the enemy knows that there is men and women that is willing and is backward in the gates? Gatekeepers... Uh, keep watch and wait upon God's return. They wait upon Jesus' return. they there, they watching. The Bible says that Jesus will come like a thief in, in the night. But the thing is, is the watchman there? Is the gatekeepers there? Because those are the things that, that God is going to look at. And you know what, Pastor Stan, that as a church, and I want to say this boldly this morning, that God is going to come and he's going to come and see if his church is in order. He's going to come, and the, where is he going to start? He's going to start with that set man or that set woman. He's going to start with that leader that is responsible for that church. He's going to start there. And then gatekeepers is a protector and a defender. How easily do we forget that we are protectors and that we are defenders? But that is, I don't want to go on with this because it's a very, very, very long word, Lizelle. But that is what God has laid upon yeah. my heart for this, for this week. Thank you, Stan, for reminding us to be the gatekeepers. And yeah. it starts in our own lives, in our own homes, and in the areas where we live, and then going into the greater area. Yeah. That is a good reminder and a strong focus on the word 
and we need to be focused on the Word. So thank you for reminding us this morning. It's Saturday morning. You can stand in prayer wherever you are for your home, for yourself, for the people around you, your family. And uh, we say thank you, Pastor Kurt and Pastor Stan, for being with us this morning and for kicking off our program that runs until 12 o'clock today with a strong word of saying, let's do this. Let's go to higher heights and let's pray and be safe. Thanks, Lizelle. Thanks to all of our listeners. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.